0: like heaven on repeat
1: Listening to Left of the Dial, I'm your host Kitsy, and with me once again is the unflippable Caleb Coy.
2: <laughs> is, is it really me that's upside down? Are you actually right side up? Well, you're unflippable. <laughs> I so mean, I, I guess, yeah. So I guess then I, I have to be right side up. Because yeah. You can't flip me. Kitsy. Boy,
1: that's going to make a lot of sense for people listening to this podcast. Kitsy. Caleb. <laughs> you're upside down. I know. I can't. I don't know why. Uh, I, I can't find a single setting on my computer or in Google meet, uh, that would explain why my image is upside down. I, I assure you I'm right side up here in person. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I can't figure it out.
2: Um, I, I mean, everything in the background is right side up. It's just, you. no, I'm no, that's not either. true. At all. <laughs> you're, you're recording from the bug jar in Rochester today. <laughs> That's that's the venue where there's still the like vintage furniture bolted to the ceiling.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, I know that makes sense, but I can't remember why.
2: <laughs> Everything's upside down today.
1: Everything is. I this is. I don't know what's going on. I <laughs> hopefully we can get through it.
2: We'll try. We'll do our best. I mean, I'm I'm gonna crack up about it every now and then, but that's we'll fine. Be fine. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, Caleb. Hey, Kitsy.
1: You picked some songs today. You want to tell me what's going on?
2: I did. I thought uh, this week maybe we'd do something kind of different. You know, we always uh, try to you know, pick a record, or going way back to the beginning, two records. Oof. Uh, and those, <laughs> yeah, were, those, those were rough times. Those were rough times. That was a lot of work. Um, and just talk about uh, some songs on that record, or really like deep dive on the record itself, or you know, we bring in a guest and, talk and you know, let them talk about their record. We've had some really great guests lately. Uh, but this week I was, I was browsing around looking for, for something new, and... Uh, I actually started wandering through the, like, the new releases and release radar and all that stuff like that on, on Spotify and saw a lot of great bands are putting out a lot of great singles right now. Uh, and I, I was having trouble finding like an entire record, but there was just so many good songs to talk about, uh, more so even than we really have time to do. Uh, and so I thought, you know, why don't we do kind of just like a, a new music spotlight
1: Hey, I like that. New music spotlight.
2: Yeah. And so uh, I, I presented you a, a handful, some of which you were you were already aware of, uh, including the uh, the track that we just heard coming in, uh, which uh, y'all actually reviewed on the Left of the Dial blog, which if people aren't uh, checking out over at leftofthedial.fm, you should. Lots of great content there getting updated regularly. Uh, but uh, Dave Haas just released a brand new track, and boy, is it a jam.
1: It is. It is a real jam. This might be the most Springsteen-esque song I've ever heard from Dave Hawes, and that's saying something.
2: Yeah, yeah. So this track is called Sandy Sheets, uh, and it's about summers down on the down On the beach With on the, the shore. love. Down on the, the shore. shore. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. The I, I forget that, that the beach isn't the beach in New Jersey. It's the shore. <laughs> I have to correct myself before Andrea shows up out of nowhere. What?! <laughs> it's very much you know, uh, like being with being young and in love and down on the shore, down and, the shore, and ice cream and listening to jams. And specifically, uh, "Hey Jealousy." Specifically, "Hey Jealousy." I mean, he does mention a few others, but "Hey Jealousy" is the the most commonly referenced song in this, and I'm here for it um, for a couple reasons. I mean, one, uh, the timing of the release of this track is, is perfect because this is very much 100 percent a summer jam. This is the like the, the lightness of youth uh, in, set to music, I think, uh, in its entirety. And also, like, hey, jealousy is such a like an important song for me. being one of the first tracks that uh, I ever, uh, you know stepped outside of my uh, young Caleb Christian bubble and said like, this band fucking owns. I like really fell in love with the, the gin blossoms and uh, that song has been super important to me ever since. So uh, I, I love that he references it here.
1: This is an interesting uh, track production wise for me. I I'm curious to hear how the rest of the record is going to sound, but this is at least uh, on kind of first, first impression, first listen here. It's a little light on the guitars yeah, like the, the piano is almost uh, more prominent than than the guitars in this one, which is uh, unusual for Dave being a, a guitar player himself. He's usually pretty guitar forward in his music. So I'm interested to see if that's a theme that's going to continue throughout the record or if it's, uh, you know, just just kind of a one off for this song. But either way, it's it's a kind of a new tonal yeah uh, shift a little bit, uh, but it's still very much a Dave Haas song. I mean, it's you know, there's there's no yeah. mistaking that.
2: And I would be okay with that because there's a very like kind of 80s, early 90s vibe to the way the piano kind of takes the lead on mm-hmm. this track and uh, kind of drives the energy of the song. And uh, I also love that there's just like, I, I'm sure there's more than what I've caught because you know his catalog better than I do, but there's at least uh, one uh, good callback to the, uh, um, the was it Dave Haas and the Mermaid? Was that the, the band? Potentially. Did did it? Uh, it depends on where you're going with this. Well, the uh the line where he says Ache with me.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. off his uh his I believe last record. No, two records ago in uh twenty seventeen.
2: The track with you, I believe, if, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes. the the title. Yeah. It's the the record they were touring on uh when our friend Kaylee was with them and I got to see them in San Francisco playing on that tour. It was really fucking good. Um I mean those those were some some serious jams that had kind of a similar vibe to this, but this is definitely a, a slight evolutionary step musically. Uh, and I am also very interested to see uh, where he goes next with this.
1: Well, good news, Caleb. Uh, the record comes out I believe October 22nd. Yeah, so you won't have to wait too terribly long. Happy birthday
2: to me. Happy birthday bur- Well, four days before, but still hey, happy birthday it, to you. It counts. It counts. Thanks, Dave. Thanks
1: I'm, for the birthday record. I'm pretty sure Dave did that on purpose just for you.
2: He, he did. What a guy. What a good guy.
1: You heard it here first. Dave Haas released his record for Caleb's birthday. That's You
2: know, we, what Dave uh, also was planning to do for my birthday is he's actually planning on coming on the show to talk about that record. Oh, we hope so. Yeah. he de- No, he definitely is. I, I just I, I just know it. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Andrea, get on that. We've tried and failed before. <laughs>
1: So, Caleb, yeah, this was a, a good opener for our new music spotlight, is what we're calling it, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Why I, not?
1: But uh, I'm curious, uh, you know, I feel like you're taking me on a
2: musical journey this week. What's next? A little bit of a, a journey, yeah. Uh, so some friends of mine, well, a, a friend of mine, I, I can't uh, say that I, I know the rest of the band, but my friend Stephanie, who used to be in a band called Edison Clio from uh, Michigan that... Uh, that Long Since Forgotten used to play a lot of shows with. Uh, Stephanie has uh, since started a punk band out of New York City called Desert Sharks. Uh, and we, we mentioned them briefly when uh, the Long Since guys were on the show, and I would actually really love to, to get them on to talk about uh, some of their new music sometime, uh, but they recently just released a cover of Till Tuesday's Voices Carry that absolutely fucking slays, and uh, I want to make sure that we, we take a moment to spotlight that here on the show.
1: Let's take a moment to spotlight that here on the show. That is a stark contrast to the <laughs> Dave Haw song with the fuzziest guitars I've heard in a long time. right? Now I'm not familiar with desert sharks. I know you've brought them up before, but I've never actually listened to them is uh, is is that kind of just really big loud fuzziness kind of their sound or is that just kind of for the single?
2: I I haven't listened to uh, all of this stuff, but what I have heard, yeah, that that feels uh, pretty uh, pretty on par. I mean, the kind of big, loud, aggressive uh, like punk rock. Nice. Um, um, Stephanie's always been really amazing with with her melodies, and like she has this huge uh, voice, huge vocal range. But I know that she's also always really been like heavily influenced and inspired by a lot of the like eighties, nineties. Rock and punk, specifically the like uh, the women of rock and punk, and I think that comes out a lot in the Desert Shark stuff, and obviously in this like really fantastic tribute to Till Tuesday here, uh, which <clears throat> this is is definitely a a grittier version than the the original. Uh, like the, the fuzz tone is so so good. It really is, uh, and the them being a a, a three piece band, they do a great job of making this sound huge and full. Um, but also not like overly layered, uh, which is kind of cool for for the sound that they go for. Um, I knew of the the Till Tuesday uh, version of this song, but I think the first time that I actually heard Voices Carry was another cover a long, long time ago huh. uh, by uh another kind of relatively unknown band i I can't remember off the top of my head i I think i know but i don't want to say it wrong uh but it's the the complete opposite where it's like super like spacey and atmospheric and breasty vocals and everything and i love that stephanie just fucking owns every track that she's on she just she she finds the space and she takes it and it's hers now (laughs) hell yeah that's what you want and like watching her perform live was always like that too. So, like, I'm, I'm so happy that, that she's still doing music. I think, uh, I think most of the, her, her former bandmates uh, from the, the band that I knew were in uh, have all gone on and done other things and moved on with their lives. But I, I love that she's really, really continued to, to dedicate herself to it and she's making great stuff. So, uh, where's where she based? Out of New York. Uh, New York City? city. Yeah.
1: Let's see if we can get her down here for Left of the Dial Live.
2: Mm-hmm. Shit, that would be fucking dope. That would be super dope. Uh, and I'm trying to... Uh, she She's in another uh, band that just recently released uh, another single. Uh, the band, I think, it was called Murder Tag. And I checked it out. And again, it's it's more of that kind of like big, heavy punk. <clears throat> nice. So, yeah. Yeah, I think you would you would probably dig the, the Desert Shark stuff.
1: So, yeah, if it's anything like this single, it's extremely my shit.
2: So, uh, you know, we should uh, make it a point sometime to actually, like, cover one of their records in full. I, I, I keep... Keep mentioning it, but like we just haven't done it yet, and we should.
1: You should. Uh, you should reach out, yeah, and see if they want to come on the podcast, talk about one of the records, and then come down here and do a live session.
2: Hella dope. I, I'd be super into that. And I'll I'll reach out to, to Stephanie and see what she says. Hell yeah. And be like, hey, we talked about this new single because I, I as soon as she re- said like teased that she was doing this, um, I knew the song and I knew that it was going to be amazing. And then like she put out a little like you know 15 second whatever like teaser video on like Instagram stories and like this sounds amazing so as soon as the the single actually dropped I'm like have to listen um, <clears throat> and now we have and now we have now we have but uh you know going in the, going into the the break I kind of want to steer us in uh another direction entirely again oh boy uh, yeah yeah so there's a, a a pop punk band from uh, from Illinois. I think kind of from the Chicago area uh who you probably are familiar with uh, called Real Friends. Uh that somebody got me into a couple years ago. I don't I don't actually more than a couple. It was probably like 6 or 7 or more at this point. It was a while ago. Um and you know I I enjoy their stuff. I I, I haven't listened to anything new that they've done in a while until now. Um they're one of those bands where the the singer had some some um, odd lyrical patterns and like almost like obsessions with things like you know being eighteen and having bony knees and like whatnot. It's like <laughs> a lot of rep, repetition of themes, which is fine. That's a, uh, that's not necessarily a critique. That's uh, you in in the conversation that I had with one of the first person, people that introduced me to the band. They were like, "I hate this about them, but like I like the songs." I'm like, "Okay, I, I think I can get over that." Um, all that to say, uh, from some reading that I did, cause the, this track that we're going to talk about, uh, sounds very different than their other stuff. And from some reading that I did, uh, sometime last year in 2020, uh, the band and the original vocalist, uh, had a, uh, mutual decision to, uh, to, sp- uh, part ways, hmm. uh, at least that's how it was, was presented to the world. Who knows what actually went on behind the scenes? Uh, you know, maybe he's like, you know. I'm in my 30s now, and my knees aren't bony anymore. I don't know. <laughs> there's no <laughs> way to know. There's no way to know. We'll never know. Uh, all that to say uh, that they recently released a uh, a kind of a double single uh, called uh, Nervous Wreck slash Storyteller Reimagined, where they have two tracks, uh, and this may come as a surprise to you, but those tracks are called Nervous Wreck and Storyteller, uh, that are done... Yeah, pretty much in their their traditional style. There, there's definitely a, a difference to them compared to some of the older uh, Real Friends stuff. But then they do a completely reimagined,
3: uh-huh, Oh, word, okay, I get it. Uh,
2: <laughs> reimagined version of, of each track uh, that is totally different, and then it kind of leans more towards like a, a almost like an electronic driven uh, angle uh, that. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. So I wanted to talk about the, the first track on that, which is Nervous Rack, Reimagined.
1: Now, for those of you out there that are old, like Kayla and I, <laughs> yeah, you may be wondering, what what does it mean for a track to be reimagined? And I believe uh, this is what back in the day they would have called a remix. Remix. Exactly. So if you're old like us, and you're wondering what the hell Reimagined means. It's just Remix. Yeah,
2: uh, and there are elements of this version that are, are very familiar to uh, listeners of, of Real Friends. That the, uh guitar lead that kind of runs throughout uh, it feels a lot like some of their their chiller stuff from the past. Uh, and there's some really cool like callback vocals uh, that happen later on that feel very kind of pop punk esque. Uh, but the drums feel programmed. It's really bass heavy. Uh, throughout, and there's a, like a really like beautiful sounding acoustic that's uh, kind of keeping the rhythm through the whole thing, uh, and then like towards the end, there's a point where like everything drops out, and there's just this little like almost like um toy organ sound uh, that is very reminiscent of like old Copeland or May, like that era mm-hmm. uh, of the like the really sad emo. <laughs>
0: This was
1: a band I never really got into.
2: I, you know, that like never got into as in we're, we're just were not into them or never got into them. as just never like really listened to.
1: Both, okay, fair enough. I mean, I I I think if I recall, I came to visit you in St. Louis once, and you were playing them, and that was the first I had heard them, and also the last I had heard them. So <laughs>
2: that, uh, that would have been around the time that I, I learned about them too. Um, yeah, I think I remember
1: you being kind of jazzed on them. Um
2: they the one thing that I've I liked about them and this is kind of similar to when we covered that uh State Champs acoustic record a while back, uh, is that Real Friends has been known to do a, a lot of uh like acoustic versions of their songs or like full acoustic EPs, stuff like that. Uh and one time uh, in preparation for an all hands event a few jobs ago, um I just put together an acoustic playlist of songs that I could just play through the the uh you know, the room sound system while I was setting up uh, and I put some real friend stuff on there. Uh and if you listen closely it's not necessarily work appropriate at all. But if you're not paying attention like oh this is just like chill acoustic jams and our uh CFO who <laughs> was like the, the like the the chief fucking officer, the chief fucking officer, man. Uh he was like full on like middle-aged, San, like native San Franciscan, like wine snob, like finance guy, like the like, the yuppiest of them all. And he came wandering, he was like, oh, this is really cool. <laughs> and so that was that was my my small little victory at that job. Um, but yeah this uh, I just I appreciate when bands that tend to make uh, loud and fast. Uh, take a moment out of their time and figure out a way to do not loud and fast, but also like make thoughtful arrangements of it, and not yeah. just instead of a full band. We just had one guy play acoustic, and this is our acoustic version of the song. So that's all I had to say about Who that. Who you throwing shade at there? I'm not throwing shade at anyone, quite honestly. Uh, oh, okay, I just, sure. I specifically, you know. Okay, I'm throwing shade at Josh. Co- no, I was kidding. <laughs> I always wanted to do more like full acoustic arrangements of our songs, and we just we never had time or interest or both.
1: Sounds like you had the interest.
2: <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm genuinely not not throwing shade at anyone. I just I I appreciate uh, when a, like an acoustic version. I'm throwing weird air quotes here. Like, that aren't real, uh, an acoustic version of a song is still a thoughtfully arranged track. I, I appreciate that. I like that. That makes me want to listen to it more than more than once. Well,
1: good news, Caleb. You're about to hear it again because we're going to go... We're going to take a quick break here from our sponsor, but before we do, we're going to hear uh, Nervous Wreck Reimagined by Real Friends. When we come back, we're going to talk about a few more songs off of... Uh, not off of anything, really... Uh, a few more songs out of Caleb's grab bag of uh of new music spotlight that we're doing this week so uh stay tuned you are right. not going to want to miss what's next you're not i promise i i don't know what it is but I, you don't want to miss it
0: through the blinds on the sunlight pouring in lock the door
4: I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Colin Ryan. And we're here to tell you about the new podcast coming to the Night Shift Radio Network. It's something two white hat dudes have never covered Star Trek. But here's the twist The omnipotent god is actually a malfunctioning robot? No, well, maybe. But the real twist is we roped our mom into it. That's me. Hi, Hi mom. mom. In the monthly podcast, we will cover all the Trek movies from the motion picture to beyond. Our lifelong love of Trek comes from being introduced to it by our mom at a very young age.
5: But that's a story for the podcast.
4: Look at you, mom. You're a natural.
5: That's why I'm the Admiral.
4: So join us September 8th for our monthly podcast, Where No Mom Has Gone Before. Available on the Night Shift Radio Network, wherever in subspace you catch your podcasts.
5: Now... Which one is the one with the whales? Four. Four. can't sleep at all, mind races and time just crawls. dead bricks like it always does, another chance to feed the fear or live the love, there's two Get out and play Don't let the fear of the past get in the way Remember why you came Beauty and the pain There's a million ways for you to play I fight Game day, get out and play day. Don't let the fear of the past get in the way. Remember why you came. Beauty and the pain. And there's a million ways for you to pray. It's your game day.
1: You're still listening to Left of the Dial. I'm still Kitsy. Caleb is still unflippable.
2: Hi. I'm still here, right side up where I belong.
1: And I'm still upside down for, for, <laughs> for
2: reasons unknown. <laughs> yeah, I've actually gotten used to it and like hadn't thought about it until I pointed it out again, again, and now it's weird. It's, it's wild how
1: quickly <laughs> you can get used to things
2: like that, isn't it? <laughs> Your brain just it just doesn't care. It just takes the information it's given. It's like, you know what? I can deal. I'll, I'll, I'll adapt.
1: <laughs> and we're, of course, still doing New Music Spotlight, where Caleb has picked uh, some new songs that have come out recently to uh, to talk about. And Caleb, do you want to tell us what we just heard coming back from the break?
2: I do. I do, because I'm really happy about this one. Uh, uh, once again, uh, those of y'all who uh, may be a little on the older side might remember uh, a band. You know, we, we talked about the Gin Blossoms earlier. Uh, around the, the same time as the Gin Blossoms' real heyday was a band called Toad the Wet Sprocket. Um, who had a, a very similar vibe and uh, you know, a few hits around the time. And, you know, every now and then a band like that comes back around and they, they drop some new music, they drop a new record, whatever, and you never know what to expect. Like, is this going to be, like, is this going to just sound the same? Is it going to be, like, totally different? Am I going to hate it? Am I going to love it? And so it was with some trepidation that I clicked uh, play on the song Game Day by Toad the Wet Sprocket. And, um, well, I want to know what you thought. Well, it was a song.
1: (laughs) You know, I, I know, I know, I know of Toad the Wet Sprocket, but I, I'll be honest with you, while we were listening to this song, I had to Google them to find out what song of theirs i would remember because uh, i'm like this is a a, a a band whose name has been stuck in my head forever because it's a, it's a goofy name yes but i couldn't for the life of me come up with any of their songs and tell you what they were so uh
2: good intentions and walk on the ocean are probably the ones that most people will, will be likely to know
1: yeah walk on the ocean was the one that really caught me but i, I think all i want is another song of theirs yeah. that's kind of known to some extent but yeah. uh but, yeah, I, I actually had to Google that because I, you know, for the life of me, I'm like, I have to talk about, like, how, how people would know Toad the Wet Sprocket. And I was like, I can't even think <laughs> of how I know Toad the Wet Sprocket <laughs> other than the fact that they've just been around forever. This band is almost as old as we are, Caleb. They formed in
2: 1986. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're as old as Ellen. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I really liked Toad the Wet Sprocket in, in the 90s and early 2000s. And so, again, it, I was a little bit concerned when I clicked play on a new song to, to hear uh, what they sound like now. Uh, and I really dig this track. Uh, and it's one that, like, you might not, like, listen to and think, like, Caleb's going to fucking love this song. I don't know. like it, it, I don't know what anyone's opinion out there is of me. Uh, but... You know, were this not Toad the wet sprocket, I don't, I don't know if I would like it or not. I don't know how much of this is like the nostalgia and the mm. the joy of a band that I I like coming back. Uh, but what I can tell you, first of all, the bass on this is amazing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> the tone is so rich and it's just it's bouncy and just like kind of has the, this groove that just makes me want to keep listening. It makes me want more. Uh, and there's these beautiful twinkly guitars. And I have no idea what the song's about. You know, it's a game day, go out and play day. And I mean, it's, it, it's a little, uh, toes a little too close to all-star territory uh, lyrically, <laughs> but the melody is catchy as hell. And I love it. And it's just, it's a feel good song is it, what it is. It is. Th- you know,
1: this is one of those songs that if someone else put it on, I would enjoy it, but I would never put it on myself. Like I would never make the choice to listen to this song, but anytime it would come up, I'd be like, all right.
2: That's, that's entirely reasonable. And uh, knowing now what this track sounds like, if, if there's a whole record in the works from Toe the Wet Sprocket, I cannot wait to hear it. Uh, I have no idea like what their plan is. Uh, I mean, this whole episode is based around the the concept that we've like really kind of Touched on entirely too many times uh, at this point. That you know, the single is back, and the single is really how music gets made now. Like that's that's why I picked you know six separate tracks instead of you know a whole record this time around. um But it's it's also exciting because that means that there's six new bands that that we can talk about in, instead of just one. I don't know that so, I call Toad the Wet Sprocket a new band, Caleb. Oh, well, they're going to be new to someone out there. That's fair. That's fair. I'd, I you know in fact uh, I would love to hear from our listeners uh, in in some way or another uh, if anyone uh, discovers Toad the Wet Sprocket because of this episode uh, and I hope if you if you are hearing them for the first time I hope that you either enjoy this song or you take a moment and go back and listen to some of the, their older stuff uh, and hear a little bit more what uh, what young Caleb was into. This is just one of those ways that I like, you know, kind of sneak in like where my influences come from. Uh, and there's there's a little bit of a, a of an unspoken theme. I'm gonna speak it, so it's no longer unspoken. Uh, theme throughout the, this this episode uh, is there's a lot of, of about like getting older, maturing, of like finding new voices, of uh, acknowledging uh, feelings other than she hurt me. <laughs> that uh, that I'm I'm specifically picking uh, some of these tracks for, and you know th- this is, is a lot like you, know, to have a, a band basically grow old at the same time as me. It's it's, it's interesting. To, it's an interesting phenomenon. I picked out roughly ten songs, and that was out of the. Literal sevens, uh, <laughs> if not if not tens or dozens of new tracks that have come out <clears throat> this past week. Uh, there's so much out there, and we, we can only talk about so much. We can only cover so much. Um, you know, I definitely encourage you to to explore around and, and uh, try to find some new stuff. Uh, but yeah, you we know, I, I, we we only have so much time to to cover, so I had to, to narrow that ten that I picked. Uh, down to six for this uh, And so I've just made the decision on the, the fly That I want to talk about A track that I think I would Under most circumstances Have just scrolled right past And never cared at all about Were it not for the guest artist That it features uh, And the track that I'm talking about is called P.M.A. by All Time Low
3: What are you trying to fix me for? Maybe I'm broken but I'm not sure Am I depressed the already post anxiety Time to face up to the inevitable I guess I might be losing it from staying at home Like It's safe to say. Enough.
2: It's important for me to mention that I am not an all-time low fan, and this song has not made me an all-time low fan. Uh, I genuinely would never have listened to this, were it not for the fact that this song features a guest appearance by <clears throat> uh, Heather Baron Gracie from Pale Waves, who I fucking love.
1: <laughs> I was not familiar
2: with Pale Waves before this single, for, I have. I, just I have... I have definitely mentioned them to you, but I I have not uh, made you listen to them yet. Uh, well, that's on you. That is on me. That is on me. Uh, I've thought about covering them uh, on the show a, a few times. Uh, Pale Waves is a uh, kind of an indie rock band from Manchester, England. Um, that uh, has, when I first heard them a few years back, uh, shortly after I had uh, moved back to, to Syracuse briefly, um, they were very much kind of in the, the Goth ish, kind of like a somewhat poppier cure. Like Brit pop, goth rock vibes all around. Uh, They have uh, been releasing some tracks more recently. In fact, I think they released a a full length record more recently that's full on like early 2000s emo, uh, which makes this, uh, this like. Collaboration. collaboration. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly the word I was looking for. It makes this collaboration make that much more sense. Uh the song itself is is a, like a super slick polished overproduced pop punk song, you know, very like all-American reject style vocals, like very like the like the guitar tones are just very like smooth is the best word that mm-hmm. I can say. Yeah. I mean, there, there is a lot of, uh, distortion on them, but it's, it's somehow still a very smooth sound, very steady sound. Uh, once again, I think the bass sounds great on this it, it, as it always does. Um, but you know, there, there's not a lot that really stands out about the Shrek. Yes. It's catchy. Yes. It's fun. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, kind of to, to, borrow what you said earlier, if someone else put this on, I would groove to it, but I wouldn't have sought it out at all. Um, but I love Heather Baron Gracie's voice and hearing her pop up on the second half of this track really like made it for me. And if anything, like if they could do a version where it's just her, I'd be super into it. Um, but there's, there, you know, there's, again, carrying on with that, the theme I mentioned earlier, like one of the ideas of growing up and, you know, maturing as a songwriter, like learning to write about, more you know complicated uh, themes. Uh, and this one is very much about addressing one's one's own mental health. Uh, and I love the line you tell me you're okay now what's that like? <laughs> what is that like? <laughs> I would love to know. Yeah. So yeah you know, it, it's like it's cool for that. I, I, I enjoy it. and you know I've listened to it a, a number of times now in in preparing for this. Um, and at no point have I thought, Oh, I fucking hate myself for listening to this. Or, oh, this is so terrible. Like it it is catchy as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's it's not something I would normally have gotten into, uh, which is part of the reason why I wanted to, to talk about it here. Cause sure. it, it is like here's here's something that, you know, I I don't necessarily recommend.
1: <laughs> you know, I I also never got into all time low. Um not for any particular reason other than just they, I was never, I don't think I'm part of their demographic, but I definitely, based just on this, uh, this single, I do want to listen to more from Pale Waves.
2: So I will be doing that. I'll share with you some, some specific recommendations, but, yeah, uh, please do. I mean, if you just like start poking around their catalog, I think you'll find some stuff that you're into, but anyway, but anyway, uh, before we close out. Uh, we've got a really exciting uh, Left of the Dial Live coming up, do we not?
1: Yeah, we do. Uh, this one I- is uh, one I've been very excited about for a long time. And that is uh, Oceanator will be in the studio on Hell August yes. 21st at 8 p.m. We'll be streaming that session. Uh, we talked to Elise uh, last year about uh, one of her records and, uh, you know, had a great time. She's lovely, and we're very excited to have her here in the studio uh, doing a session. We're, we're, yeah. we're stoked for that one. Uh, Elise spe- is uh,
2: one of only two people to uh, be a repeat guest in the show.
1: That is true. Wait, who's the other? Kaylee. That's right, Kaylee.
2: Yeah. Yes. But uh, of course, is also welcome back anytime that, that she wants, uh, because she's just an absolute delight to talk to, you. and... Uh, I'm never going to get over the shrimp foam pink guitar. Foam shrimp pink. Foam shrimp pink.
1: (laughs) I I believe Elise just got done recording a new Oceanator record, so I imagine at some point in the near future we will be talking to her again.
2: It it has to happen.
1: Uh, But speaking of Left the Dial Live, uh, the day this episode comes out, we just released our uh, live session with Aaron Fox that we recorded uh, last weekend. Uh, That was a real fun one. Uh, we also talked with her on the podcast uh, last week, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was last week. That sounds right. Um, <laughs> yeah, just delightful, delightful human being, wonderful songwriter. Um, very, very fun to talk to. Uh, next week, we're going to be releasing our uh, Cat Bite Left of the Dial live session that we recorded last month. Hell We've had yes. to sit on that a little bit because of their record coming out, but we can finally release that. And it is so good. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. if you don't want to miss that and I know you don't uh, there's two things you can do and really if you really don't want to miss it you can do both of them Uh, the first one is go to leftofthedial.live that'll take you directly to our YouTube channel and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and you'll know as soon as that CapBite video drops Yes. Uh, Or and or you can go to leftofthedial.fm and sign up for our email list and we will also email you when that comes out. So you'll be double sure to not miss it. e So those are, those are two <laughs> things you can do. Uh, and you should do. Or you can just try to remember and you'll forget, and then everyone will see the Catbite uh, session except for you, and then you'll feel really left out and be really sad.
2: And, like, we're not here to try to tell you how to live your life, but you should definitely do that. Like, not feel sad. It's, you, should, you should listen to this. If
1: you, haven't, if you haven't heard their record yet, it's amazing uh i believe we're talking to them next week about their record uh so stay tuned for that that's going to be great and yeah that live session is going to be just it, well i mean it already is it already happened but uh it's it's amazing it's so good and we're very excited about it yes uh i believe that's all the plugging we have to do yeah um i think so well think so we do a little bit more plugging to do but not for left of the dial
2: uh, we do have one more thing to plug, which uh, is going to be a, a brand new uh, limited series uh, from Night Shift Media uh, featuring one of our, our hosts uh, from the, the Super Pod Hero Cast, Casey Ryan. Uh, he and his brother and their mom uh, are going to be uh, doing a, a uh, I believe it's a 12 episode limited series uh, called Where No Mom Has Gone Before. Uh, where they talk all about uh, all of the Star Trek motion picture theatrical releases uh, from all the way back. Uh, you know, we're actually they're they're kicking off celebrating the 50th anniversary of the original uh, Star Trek the motion picture, uh, all the way up through the the most recent uh, of the the J.J. Abrams uh, Star Trek universe. Uh, <clears throat> And uh, we're getting a little bit of you know kind of a, a critical breakdown of the movies, but also a little bit about how you know their story about how their mom got them into to Star Trek. And uh, as a, a kid who grew up on this stuff, I cannot wait. I got to hear the the first episode, and it's just delightful. So uh, if you if you like nerd shit, if you are a fan of the the Superpod Hero cast, uh, or just any of this stuff, you know, check it out. You know if you're if you're a fan of moms check it out
1: i wonder Uh, where they got the idea to 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 have two people who have seen the movies watch them with the third person (laughs) who hasn't i can't i think she has seen some of them oh okay
2: Yeah, it's it's not a full-on. So so it's a totally original
1: concept that's never been done before. Okay,
2: (laughs) it's not a not a full-on second edition one style. uh, Which, if you're also a fan of that show, I think you'll you'll probably enjoy uh, where no mom has gone before. Um, But yeah, you can you can learn all about that over on. uh, Well, I say this, I still have to update the website, but over on nightshiftradio.com, and of course you can follow the the various uh, nightshift radio social accounts for more. But Actually, oh, there is one more um, thing. There is one more thing.
1: Speaking of Superpod Hero Cast.
2: Oh, yeah. Basically, just a little over two weeks from when this episode drops on uh, Sunday, the 29th, uh, the Night Shift Media Group will be hosting a superhero movie themed trivia night uh, at All Who Wander in Manlius, New York. Um, that is going to be hosted by Casey and Todd from the Superpod Pod Hero Cast. Uh, uh, HeroCast. Wow, words are hard. Uh, it's gonna be uh, gonna be a lot of fun. There's gonna be uh, some 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 trivia, some some food, and and local uh, local beers. I heard there's prizes, uh, cur- courtesy of uh, of all who wander. And yep, there's gonna be prizes uh, from the from the restaurant as well as from uh, from various other local vendors. With the grand prize being a four pack of uh, tickets to go see the new Marvel release Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Which is uh, we're really excited about over here. Uh, <clears throat> so obviously, you know that's an in-person event that we will, uh, we'll, you know, keep an eye out on Night Shift Media Group uh, socials for uh, links to the the tickets to that. Uh, but we're also will uh, be doing a, a special thing for those of you who can't necessarily drive out to Manlius, New York, on a, a random Sunday evening in August, uh, where we'll be uh, live streaming the event, and you can join digitally, and there will be. A <clears throat> a separate prize for uh the the team that that wins uh via the the live stream. Uh so definitely something uh, worth checking out. We'll have more details forthcoming. Uh but keep your eyes open for that. We're really excited about our first uh big in-person event. Uh right? That is our first one. Right? Mean, you know, I believe so. I think so. Yeah.
1: Man. If if it's not then y'all did one without me cuz
2: <laughs> if it's not then the first one wasn't very good cuz I don't remember. <laughs> Um yeah, so like a lot of really really exciting stuff happening. You know, we're we're in full swing of, of year two of uh Night Shift Media and we've we've got a you know, our core shows running. We're 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 really happy the left of the dial is just absolutely exploding with, with the live and with the new website, uh and the the fantastic guests that we've been having uh in this this new limited series that we're releasing for where, uh, where No Mama's Gone Before, and our first you know, in-person event. Lots of great stuff, so keep your eyes and ears open. Uh, over at nightshiftradio.com, you can sign up for our mailing list there if you want uh, to keep informed about that stuff. Uh, and I think I think that's everything that we need to plug. I think that's everything. Well, that's, that's, that's more than we usually do, but that, that feels like it. So... <sighs> I'm not going to say that the entire basis of this episode was to talk about one song. But I'm also not going to miss the opportunity to talk about this one song in particular as we're doing a new music spotlight. And for those of you who do follow along with the uh, Lifted Out social media or the website or both, uh, you'll know that very recently my old band, my brother's, my 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 dearest and oldest friends that I made music with for, for half my life, uh, we released a new track, uh, and that would be the band Long Since Forgotten, and the track is called See You Now.
1: This song has the most Jim Blossoms intro of any <laughs> song that's not by the Jim Blossoms that I've ever heard.
2: I'll take it. I love that. Um, yeah, so we, we have spent a lot of time over the last year and a half, uh, or so talking about what it was like for bands at the beginning of 2020, like making plans, doing tours, recording records, like everything the bands do, bands were doing. Uh, and then just suddenly the world says, nope, you don't get to do any of that. <clears throat> and. Uh, you know, I, I, I felt that to my core every single time we talked with another musician about that because it lived that experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, I had recently moved back uh, here to, to St. Louis, it, it, you know, just, just shy of a year, uh, when and everything went down, <clears throat> but I was with a, a job that was super flexible on time and like location where I could work from or like PTO or whatever. And it was with the implicit understanding, like, you know, go back, we'll play some sympathy shows. Uh, and, you know, we, we talked recently, you know, like sympathy recently released a, a new track. I, I went back to Syracuse, played a show for that. Finally, you know, all of this stuff like w- was in the works and uh, the long since forgotten guys, we had, we had been talking for a while about uh, doing some new stuff and even talking about like getting some more shows together. We had done a, a few reunion shows, but we kind of decided at this point, like they're not really reunion shows anymore. We're just, we're not active, but we're not broken up. So you know it's complicated.
1: They're just shows. They're not reunion <laughs> They're just, shows. They're just exactly,
2: shows. exactly, exactly. So we were we were putting uh, some stuff in the works. We had been talking for a while about uh, making a, a return to uh, to Japan. Uh, where we'd done kind of our, our last major tour uh and yeah you know, that was kind of that, that was building a little momentum. we were gonna do that again uh we had uh, gotten booked on a uh a, an actual reunion show with uh, saves the day who I guess uh, later on found out that maybe that's not really a big loss i don't I don't know all the details, but I guess maybe I don't know yeah but yeah um. But like, still was a was a big deal that we were we were getting on this show. We were super excited for it. We started to talk about maybe writing some new songs, and then of course, uh, the the pandemic canceled all the shows, canceled any plans of like getting together in person and writing everything. But like, Joshua had this uh, like burst of creative energy where I, like I'm sure some of it was from from deep in the archives. In fact, I know some of it was, but a lot of this stuff like he just sat and wrote like new songs. Uh, had some demos that, you know, he was sharing back and forth. We just have a, a Dropbox folder that uh, he shares stuff out with. And he'll do rough demos, like full band, quote-unquote. Like he'll program out the drums, he'll play the bass, everything. But, you know, it's it's not really a, a long since forgotten song until we've all had our hands on it. Uh, and luckily at some point um, after, like, you know, safety precautions had been taken and uh, enough time had passed and whatnot. Uh, Steve was actually able to make it to Josh's place in person and get two tracks done uh, of the like six or seven or so that he had demoed out uh, and so of course eventually Jeff was able to record some guitar parts Josh sent the the mixes over to me uh, he, I used the original demos as reference to learn the tracks because normally we would have spent time in a room just playing the songs over and over again writing our parts, hashing the stuff out and like really getting acquainted with the songs together because we didn't have that experience. Uh, I really just had to, to kind of trust my gut and trust, uh, what, what Josh wrote, uh, knowing that you know, when he writes for a demo, he's writing with, with my playing style in mind, you know, mm-hmm. if we played together long enough that like he kind of tries to guess at how I would have written the track. Uh, spoiler, he usually does it better. Uh, and so it was, it was a really fun experience, fun, weird, very weird experience to stand here at my desk uh, and just like play along with those demos for like an hour straight, just repeat, 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 just play until I thought I knew the track and then lay down anywhere from like, six to 12, uh, versions that it takes. And that's just the ones that I kept because I deleted at least, you know, a couple dozen more and sent him the, the garage band file with all of those takes and said, if there's something in there you can work with, cool. If not give me notes, I'll redo it. Uh, and there was really only uh, in the two tracks, there was like one or two sections that he's like, you uh, I'd love to hear like, this instead like i I had kind of gone cheap on one of the parts he's like you know there's a little like walk-up part that i'd love to hear i'm like okay i can do that i just had to go go back and relearn it um but all that like i bought a new bass to be able to record these tracks because i didn't have my bass out here that was still back in new york and uh i'm glad that i did because it sounds amazing it felt amazing to play uh and so after you know i put down my, my bass tracks and Josh uh, started doing vocals and guitar parts and stuff like that, and really was you know, like, uh, this song like really outlines a lot of uh, where his headspace was because you know he was getting in his head a lot about uh, these tracks and like he you know really you know mixed down a version, and share it with us, he'd be like, ah, oh, I fucking hate this part, never mind, I'm gonna redo it and like totally rechange the you know redo the melody or change the guitar parts or whatnot. I'm like. But that one part was really cool. We should keep that. And went through like multiple iterations about whether or not there should be the, the claps uh, in the middle of the, the second verse. There and should be. How loud they should be and how many there should be. Uh, thankfully, uh, Steve and I were firm on that. They had to be there. Um, and it was just like little touches. There was always a big like uh, drum hit in the middle uh, just before the bridge. Um, but jokingly, Josh was like, I could trigger that with like an 808 hit. And we're like, yes, you can. (laughs) Yes, she will. (laughs) And so it's just the, the weird little things that, that happen from, you know, normally organically when you're standing in the studio, listening to the, the tracks and you're talking it through in real time, we were still able to manage, manage to do, uh, via, you know, group signal chat and, you know, just keep sending and sharing mixes through the, uh, through the Dropbox folder, and you know, we we managed to put together these two tracks that just I'm really fucking proud of. I mean, sitting here listening to it just now, uh, getting ready to talk about it, just all smiles, just how happy I am with how you know, this track came out, and I can't wait for people to hear more uh, of what we've done because it's it's familiar enough. Like you listen to it, it's it's definitely a long since forgotten song, but it also like feels. He is the grown up, I think is a, the best description that I yeah. could say. It's, it's, it doesn't feel stuck in 2007 or you know, wherever you know, we left off. Uh, it definitely feels like some time has passed, but like, we still, still feel like a cohesive unit and still feels like us. And I just, I love playing music with those guys so much and hope against hope that uh, the world doesn't shut down again and ruin our next opportunity to do that in person.
1: Yeah, everyone go get vaccinated.
2: But yeah, I mean, there's the like you said the the some some hints of gin blossoms. There's definitely some Jimmy Roll. some third eye blind. Uh, there's a, a lot going on in this track, and I'm still waiting for Josh to give us the uh, the mix with the extended ending because I just want to like zone out to that ending for like six and a half minutes at I want least. I an extended ending, <laughs> right? That do do, do 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 do. I just want that to go for. You know, they honestly like make it like 20 minutes and I will just zone out entirely listening to that, like, like hell yeah, super like reverby line of Josh singing fall to get my head on right. And uh, (laughs) Um, I love it, I'm so happy with it.
1: It's it's a great song and I'm uh, super glad that y'all were able to do
2: it. Yeah, so yeah, that's uh. That's uh, our new music spotlight for uh, for this week. Again, there's a shit ton of more new music that we could have talked about. Um, you know, a band that we covered a while back that I really liked, the Kitsy didn't so much. Lydia, they did a, a really interesting cover of Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Uh, you know, there's a new MXPX track. There's a, like, crazy, heavy, proggy, Coheed and Cambria song. You know, the... Um, uh what is
1: Kississippi has a new record out. It's really good.
2: Oh, uh, well we have to talk about that soon. Oh, we will. I mean, don't worry. Nelly's got a new track. Like there's there's a ton of new shit out there like uh all across the whole spectrum. So the the whole point of this wasn't necessarily like these are the six best songs that you can find right now. It's more just these are these, these were ones that got me jazzed this week. Uh and <clears throat> There's definitely some more in the in the mix that we didn't talk about uh, today that we will soon, uh, and I'm excited about that.
1: Well, I'm excited about that too, but we'll have to uh, wait to hear what those are. So yeah, you will. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go out on "See You Now," the new single by Long Since Forgotten. This has been Left of the Dial. I've been Kitsy. Caleb has been Koi. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week.
0: Looks like I'm at it again I think I'm only anxious When it's everyday It's
5: like a. I-